right, guys. It is 1, 1.30 in the afternoon on a Sunday, and Beth and I are both in t- tip-top shape. <laughs> are you awake, Beth? I am so awake. Oh, we're, we're excited for the weekend review. Welcome back. We hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. Uh, we hope that you had a good time. We were hours away from the festival starting. The countdown begins. Yes, and hopefully you guys had a great time with us there. Uh, we are here hoping to prepare you guys to launch into week number seven. Of seven? Small. Seven, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, it, you know, before we know it, we're going to be uh, eating turkey and then... Uh, for me, waiting till the twenty fourth to buy a Christmas present. So uh, that's all coming. That's all coming up. But before we jump into the intersect, we have a couple things to talk about. Uh, first and foremost is, is I don't know if you were there, but we had the OCC thing at Festival. Yeah, so Festival is Operation Christmas Child um, was passing out boxes for donations. Yeah, the store donation boxes. The mm-hmm. store was there. If you did not get a chance to grab. One of those boxes, you can still do that uh-huh. here at church. We are going to be a collection point, so you do not have to drop them off. If you missed it at the festival, you have time to pick up a box. You still can fill the box yeah. and drop it off at church. So if your group missed that out, make sure that you guys still come here and do it. It's for a great cause, putting Christmas throughout the world. Yeah. And, and with that, uh, we know that f- talking f- through... F- Talk, I can talk. Talking to some of you. Uh, <laughs> wow. Talking to some of you this past week that you guys have already started uh, doing your Go Weeks and Go Projects. I know that the Adato group, they did theirs on Saturday. I know many veterans have like served in the brook and whatnot. And we're excited. But we'd be even more excited if you guys would invite us into those moments by sharing pictures, sharing stories. For some of you who had this, it'd be great just to get a small paragraph even of what kind of God did and what you guys are doing there. We want these moments not just to be something that you guys share amongst your community, but God, rather we share with the greater community here at Crosspoint. So if you guys can caption those things and email them to Beth at bsylvester at go to crosspoint.com, it would be really, really nice. Uh, or you could share them on the Crosspoint Facebook page. Uh, you just don't want to do the work. Well, no, I would love to have it, but I also, to share with other small group leaders, yeah, just to yeah. encourage them, um, not just give us your beautiful inspiration, but there to give to That's everyone else, just yeah. to give them ideas, encouragement, and so that we could celebrate, celebrate God and these moments of Perfect. being the church on the go. Yeah, church on the go. And so with that being said, let's go. Let's get through this intersect. Let's go. Let's do this. Uh, so... Going into this weekend, uh, it was fun to be able to do two weeks in a row and uh, kind of walk us through the story of Rahab and then really kind of a story of how God is going to move his people and how we, uh, being his people, are called to follow him. Uh, This is a fun story in in chapter three because we kind of give the first look at what's going to go on and then... This coming weekend, you know, Steve is going to be back with us. And he's going to be sharing uh, the second half of the story, and it's going to be a great week. I really think that the following week, next week, is going to be a great week for us in small groups. But before we get there, we have to get through this week. Which so, will also be a great week because uh-huh. Tim did a great job mm. just talking about what it looks like to follow Jesus. Yeah. And some of this is... is uh, allowing our, our groups to share stories too of what it means to follow Jesus. So we have built some questions in there. So getting the questions off the weekend sermon kind of, kind of stuff, starting off, jumping in, and then really looking those two looking back questions there. <clears throat> I would just say with both of these is you're going to have to press for specifics and for practical examples. So, you know, if, if they, what in their life do they feel like they need to break free from? 
well, I, you know, my schedule. Okay, well, what's that schedule look like? Yeah, what specifically in your schedule do you need to break free from? Yeah, so the question is the springboard. You guys have to do, well, you have to take it from there. And follow-up questions are your absolute best tool in small group leading. So you want to make sure that whatever, you know, is going on, that you guys are actively listening yeah. so that you could uh, push in a little bit. One of my favorite go-to questions when somebody shares something is, how have the rest of you, have the rest of you experienced something like that? You guys have a similar story. And so again, That's I'm trying good. to get that popcorn effect to happen. So it's not just, well, one person, well, yeah, I had something like that. Or I've, my, you know, that happened to my family. So how have the rest of you experienced something like this? That's really good. Uh, and so especially breaking free from, the, you know, that, that question there. I think the pace question was interesting for me to preach this weekend because sometimes you can feel the, you know, the energy coming off of the congregation and it was in that question where I really felt like, oh, the aha moments of I'm outpacing God. So that could be a vulnerable question to answer. Uh, I would recommend possibly opening it up in the full group, but then you also might want to circle back to it if you're kind of reading some body language going on. Okay, there might be some other areas where we feel like we're outpacing God in. So just, just a suggestion there. Now, moving into the digging in part. Digging in? Did something a little bit different this week uh, because I like to do things differently. <laughs> uh, I gave you three kind of bigger sections of scripture to go over, or rather I gave you three different individuals to read about and look at. And my hopes is, is that when we go through the Bible, I know one of the things that we were just talking about, Beth, before we jumped on the podcast is, is oftentimes we kind of read the Bible and it's like, oh, yep, that's what it said. Mm-hmm. So that's what it said. Yeah. Um, but that's great when it, when the Bible is, you know, being very directive in, in its talk, but oftentimes we're reading through the narrative. Well, like this weekend, I was reading through a narrative of what God has done. It was a, it was a descriptive moment. It was not prescriptive. God wasn't telling us to do anything, but rather he was just telling us about what had been done. Mm-hmm. Well, how do, can we train our people not just to read the story, but see how God's story can shape our story? And, and, and so I thought about this week about reason why I put these three different people down is I want our people to read that. And then as they read through these stories, what does this mean for us? Here's the thing. My group is horrible doing homework. (laughs) Uh, My group comes in and we just share and talk and stuff. If you get to this place in your small group and no one's read through the passages, I I say pause. I say pause, tell them to take a minute, go back and just pick one. Even if they just pick one, everyone reads one. And while they read it, okay, what are two things in here, two lessons that I can glean from this story to help me in my story? And then share those. That'd be my suggestion um, for you guys, you know, but you know, you're the leader, you do what you want. No. And I think those are great suggestions. Just another, uh, to go along with, uh, Tim Sermon this week that you guys could possibly do, especially in, um, Zacchaeus and Peter is that final point that Tim made, which was so powerful is that Jesus goes before us and comes after us. And so you could really see in this story of how Jesus is coming after, especially with Peter, mm-hmm. you know, you read about Peter and how Peter followed and the mistakes that he made, but then how Jesus made it a point to come after him. And just that beautiful finish of maybe you're making some mistakes and you're following with God and it may be, oh, you guys are denying him at work, or maybe it's bigger than denial. Maybe your actions or choices that you're making are denying him, but knowing that there's always hope. And that that hope is is that Jesus came after and showed his great love 
And for some of your people in your small group, that might be a point to push in, not of, oh, look at the mistakes that he did, but look at this beautiful, beautiful way that Jesus came after him. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And think when you're reading that through, even for yourself, like, okay, what what's not the lessons for your groups, but are the lessons for yourself? Uh, it'd be a great way. The last application question here, the looking head question. I'm just trying to break our my talk down. And one of the dangers is for, for a teacher or a preacher is, is we're gleaming from the passages, maybe, you know, we hope what's for our church, but sometimes it's just for us, you know? And, and so, you know, I kind of have these four different things, points as I looked through the passage this last week that stuck out to me, but I don't know where it's going to reach your people. Like I said, I'm feeling from the feeling from our, our church this weekend, it really is like, okay, am I walking at his pace? But there could be something else. So we really want our people to say, okay, as we look at this passage, we see these lessons we find in it. What are you going to, what are you going to do with it? Because our hope all along is that God's word is just not something that we read, but rather God's word, something that instructs our life. Mm-hmm. And the whole That's point good. to this, this weekend was, is being a Christian is not just a label. Mm-hmm. It's an action mm-hmm. and we are called to follow. So where are we following and how are we doing that? Um, small groups are a tool. It's a tool that we use to make sure that this isn't just something that goes in one year and out the other. So thank you guys so much for serving. I've been incredibly just in awe and and so grateful that the Lord has given us this year and what seems to be just such a great year. Looking at your guys' attendance, so many of you fill out notes in the attendance thing, which is just so helpful for us to know how to pray for you, know what you guys need. And then just know too that your your coaches are here for you. Uh, Beth and I are here for you. And we are truly grateful for the work that you're doing.